Welcome back to send them off. I had my second COVID vaccine today, and ironically, us two pricks are back. Uh, <laughs> my name is Sam, and joining me as always is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. How are you doing? Not too bad. We're all right. West Ham today, and West I do Ham. have a special place for West Ham because of a certain Lucas Fabian. I'm sure we'll oh. talk to him about them a we little love, bit. We love a bit of Lucas Fabian, but Lucas has he has a special place in my heart. He does. But- he does. But we're not talking to him, Sam. Who are we talking to? We are. We are joined by another guest, of course. Today is the turn of comedian and West Ham fan, Trevor Bickles. How are you doing, Trevor? Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. No, thank you, gents. Thank you for having me on the show. Pleasure to be here. No worries. No worries. Delighted you've come on, mate. Yeah. Honestly. Forward to it. Uh, I've, Trevor, got a, I've got a special well, thing about Swansea as well. So there, there we go. My wife, went, in heaven. My, wife went Swansea, my wife went to Swansea Uni. So there you go. Oh, there we are. What a place, Swansea Uni. What a place. <laughs> um, where to start? Uh, I think the only fair place to start with West Ham is uh, what madness went on last season. Yeah. Uh, Sixth place finish. I, I tell you what, I, I don't think anyone would have predicted that, would they? I mean, right at the start of the year, it's a bit of doom and gloom around the club as normal. Um, we started, I think we lost the first two games. Everyone was thinking, here we go. Here we go again. And Moyes and the backroom team done an absolutely outstanding job in bringing the team together. And like at one point, it was almost Champions League, which was almost yeah. unheard well, of. You were, you were flirting with the top four, you know, not not briefly. Like There was there was a few moments you thought, yeah. oh, maybe they yeah. will, maybe they will. I, yeah. I won't lie. Last season, at the start, we did pre-season predictions and I had Chelsea win the league and West Ham, West to, go Ham to go down. Sam said they were going to go down, yeah. <laughs> well, I was completely wrong. Um, <laughs> and again, though, we talk, we've done a few of these previews and when we're previewing like the first couple of fixtures, if this was last season, I would have gone, uh, someone's got West Ham third. Um, that's a winnable game. Now I'm looking yeah. at them and I'm going, that they've got West Ham third. That They're probably going to lose that. You know, well, it- that, 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 that is that's the thing with us it's been such a dramatic turnaround as well like you say I would, I would have been the same as a West Ham fan we, you know you start looking at some of the fixtures and you start thinking so for, for example like Arsenal you go oh god you know we, we might nick a point there now I'm looking at someone like Arsenal going do you know what we could win that to be fair, I think I think anybody will look at Arsenal and say, "Do you know what? We could probably pinch a few, uh, yeah. a few points off them." Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree with you. Like West Ham, they're a dangerous team. They, you know, they're a very dangerous team, especially after last season. Yeah, yeah. real talent. He's, he's got us playing really well. One, one thing I think Moyes really installed in the squad, from what I read, was he wanted people that were hardworking. I think he pulled. I think he said to all the players at basically the start of the year, so it was something, something like there was a fact that he pulled up that we were like bottom of the league when it comes to like fitness levels, work rate time on the ball and he basically said to the squad look this has to be the opposite we have to go you know this has to be this, it can't be like this anymore basically and he, I think he got rid of some of the deadwood some of the people that what you might consider maybe a bit more lazy and not hard working around the squad and he's got everyone pulling together if you look at that everyone sort of attacks everyone defends and he, for once in a long time the players look happy if that makes sense the players look like they actually want to be there and they're really enjoying it as well yeah, um, there's a bit of a buzz around the club, I think. Personally. I, I was going to say, even though you've got sort of, you know, there, there's the problems with David Gold and David Sullivan, I do feel like the fans are starting to get behind the team more because I I, can't, I think I was watching Match of the Day, it must have been a couple of years ago, and they were sort of, it got to a point where the fans turned, I can't remember which game it was, I'm sorry, but they turned it around and started like looking at the, the, the owners of the club and started like, you know, going for them sort of thing. So yeah. has that kind of changed or...? 
I think that was the Burnley game. I think I think when you're talking about, um, I'd rather been. I think. Do you know what? I think no West Ham fan would really want to admit it, but I think in sense, I don't think we would want to admit that. I think of footballing wise, we're so much more united behind the side. So I think one thing that David Moyes has brought is stability, something that we've not had. We've not had stability. We've not had consistency and a hard working ethic. Unfortunately, we've still got the issues with the board behind the scenes and that have kind of rumbling and coming to the surface again. And my worry is when we get fans back in a stadium, will that kind of negativity return? Which I don't, you know, I don't want it to because look what can happen yeah. when it ain't there, when, it, when they're not there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I, think, I, I think the worrying I, thing as well. No, go on, sorry. No, go on, go on, sorry, go on. I know, actually. Oh, no, no. No, I, I, just, honestly, I was just about to say the, that's what the worrying thing is. I ain't talking. Why not? No. I think there's a delay. You're Everyone just somewhere. jumping. Yeah. Let's just jump um, in. I, I was just going to say, we've spoken loads and loads and loads. People are probably sick of us hearing, uh, hearing about us talk about the home advantage and that, that, you know, it sort of disappeared last year. Um, I think it would be really, really interesting to see how West Ham do with fans back at uh, at the London so Stadium. It was almost as if West Ham had a home disadvantage kind of at the, at the London Stadium when they moved away from the bowling ground, you know, took them a while to sort of settle in. Last season, it, it, was, it was almost like a fortress, but it was a fortress without having you know, the atmosphere. But I am interested to see now what it'd be like, you know, with the West Ham fans back, you know, shouting, cheering, screaming, singing, chanting, everything. I totally agree. Totally agree. I think, you know, when we first went to the London Stadium, everyone knows the history behind it. Everyone knows the sort of the bad feeling and the um, what caused the, um, the problems at the club. Now, there's always people blaming the boards. There's people blaming the team. There's people blaming the, you know, the manager. Unfortunately, Nick, if you if you sort of compare last season, what's the one thing that was different? We weren't there, so I think it, it's really I think in the fans' best interest now to sort of go look. All right, we might not like the board. We've got a few issues, but look what they can do without us. Imagine what they can do with us. If you know what yeah. I mean? That's, yeah, that's great. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so only one signing so far, I think, which is um Alphonse Ariola in goal, uh, who impressed me at Fulham last year. I mean, I I know they went down, but he was one of their better players. Um, surely, I mean that. I think that's probably made Alex a little bit upset because it might yeah, be that Fabianski yeah. might be ousted. <laughs> but um, I think he's a player who makes your team a lot better. Um, with all due respect to Fabianski, I think he's the type of player who, who's who'll take you forward into that European football sort of um, you know that that feeling where along with like Cresswell, Suf, Cresswell rather Soufal. I think these are players who you know Diop Rice. I expect to see them on the European stage now. And they sort of give West Ham... Like I said, West Ham have got a different edge to them, I feel, this season. I'm not looking at this West Ham team like I've ever looked at West Ham team in a in a long time, particularly, definitely. Um, and I'm thinking that they're strong and they could they could almost become a little bit of a Leicester, I feel. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. I think we've got that kind of Leicester feel about us. I think you're right. Obviously, Ariola, I, I agree, totally. I think when we signed him, I thought, excellent, you know, I'm a big Fab- Fabianski fan as well. So that's all right. That's fine. That's good. No, a massive fan. No, <laughs> I love the game. He's been an absolute blinding servant for us. Um, but I think, you know, he is a good keeper, Ariola. You can't fault that. No, I think it no. does worry a lot of West Ham fans as well with regards to our dealings in the transfer market. It goes back to the board again about um, our trust in the board with what money they're going to spend, basically. You know, we, we have not, you know, I've, I've seen us linked with quite a few players from, uh, I've got like what, Pereira. Is it Matthias Pereira at West Brom? Yeah, yeah West Brom. Danny, oh, well, we was linked with Danny Ings, but he's just player. gone. No, we just were another one. He, he just went to Villa. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's the Grealish money being spent. Um, yeah. 
Kurt, Kurt Zuma, is it Milenkovic at Fiorentina as well? Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, and I'm a bit gutted Brentford went up actually because we were linked with Ivan Tony, and I like Ivan Tony. Yeah. Um, I think he's a great player. But I think, yeah, the worrying thing with us at the minute is we seem to be linked with everyone. But we're buying no one. We're buying no one. It's, mm. it's a standard West Ham pre season. We'll just be, you know, if, if you had a half decent game in the Euros, you were getting linked with us. Basically, I'm having a look at the midfield now, and we got Manuel Anzini, Mark Noble, Pablo Fonels, Thomas Suchek. Oh well, there we are. Noble's la- not well, after this season. After this season, but yeah. there's there's every chance you could have a look at the midfield and say, right, we're playing five in midfield. All five are going to start. Well, who's going to come on then if so and so gets injured or so and so needs you know replacing? Who's yeah. gonna, and the, the midfield just looks really thin on the ground. Have you looked at our forward line? Well, there's not too many of them either. No. Yeah. There's one, and that's Mikel Antonio, who's basically a makeshift midfielder playing up front. I was going to say, because he, he was like, a right back remember, at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, I remember him being at least a midfielder, but he's, you know, he, he was banging the goals in the last fair play to him. Like, he was banging yeah, them in. 10 but, goals last year, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The problem with him is, though, he's injury prone. He, he, yeah. He's yeah. So all the time. And I think, you know, every time he went down last season, every West Ham fan kind of panicked. It was like, <gasps> you know, please say he's mm. all right. And I know, I think we, we really need one, if not two, forwards. You know, yeah. if we, you know, we, we chat, if we're going to be playing in Europe and we want to take that a bit seriously, we really need to invest in the squad. And I think that's what is from what I'm reading on the socials. That's what's worrying a lot of West Ham fans at the minute. Yeah, yeah for totally. sure. You are very thin on the ground. I've got a feeling though, Saeed Ben Rama is in for a bit of a special season. Scored one hell of a goal the other day against Brentford. In I pre-season. see that. Yeah. Um, sorry, there's a helicopter directly over my house. Sky News, mate. They want our opinion on the Danny Ings signing. I think. Yeah. Is it? Re- I can't hear it. Is it really? I loud? can't hear it. Yeah, I can't. Oh, I'm probably, we are, right, probably but... won't get picked up then. There we are. We're, we're, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Professionalism. <laughs> I, did, I did wonder what you were looking at there. <laughs> yeah. Fly or something like that. He's looking at. So loud. Yeah, Ben Rama. Um, I think he's in for a bit of a special season. I think it took him a, a, a season. We were talking with um Chris on our Norwich um uh, Norwich special uh yesterday. It will have been. It will have been yesterday, but it was. About five and, uh, minutes ago, in reality, he was, he was so loud. He was saying, "Uh, there's some players who who brought into the Premier League need a sort of season to bed themselves in, and then the season mm. after they just explode." And I have a feeling, I've got a feeling that Saeed Ben Rama is going to be that player for West Ham this year. Totally agree. I think he's had a great pre-season. Um, and that goal, I think you're talking about the goal against Brentford. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable goal. Yeah, and I, I haven't seen the matches, but I've sort of read up on it after the games, and from what I heard, he's been absolutely. Brilliant, been playing, and hopefully, yeah, he really comes into his own because he did get off a bit of a rocky start with us at first. I think he wanted to get that first goal. He looked a little bit nervous, but hope like, obviously we've had the preseason. Now, hopefully, yeah, you're right. He can really come into his own. Do you know what even... really annoys me about Sayed Ben Rama though? Is he's not a num- he's not a number nine, and he wears number nine. Yes, yeah, way rotating. And number nine should not be allowed to play on the wing. Be allowed. I was going to say about Yarmolenko. I think Yarmolenko must do a big season. Yeah, I really, really like, good Euros as well. I was going to say a good Euros, and I'd like to see him have a really good because he's got the quality. He, he's he's a really good player, and you know he, he played really well for the Ukraine. I, I'd like to see him do do quite well he, for West Ham too. He is. A, you're right. He is a good player. I, I'm. I you know some he's not everyone's cup of tea. Over there, and I, think it I can imagine. I can imagine. He's yeah, he's not everyone's cup of tea. He's got one foot. We always know he's got. He's got a left foot. That's basically it. And defenders can suss him out quite quickly. And he did have a good Euros. You're right. Um, I have heard a room that he might be getting offloaded because of his high wages. But oh, really? that he was. There was two. 
that were linked to going was Anderson and Yarmolenko because of the high the, the high wages that they're on. Um, Anderson was on, and they were both over hundred thousand pounds like a week players, and for us that's a lot of money. And I think rumour has it they were they were potentially going to get shot of him. But if we don't sign a forward, I suppose you could try playing Yarmolenko up front as well. That's mm. a possibility. Yeah, I think a forward's got it's a must, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think I think everybody realised that though the fans neutrals I guess I mean so the, I mean David Moyes he, he's no fool I mean we've called him a fool many and many a time on this podcast <laughs> first time before West Ham but uh, he is no fool uh, he he knows what he's got to do uh, yeah I, Antonio we mentioned ten goals last season I mean not bad is it considering how, how often he was injured but ten if you're pushing to get higher than that six then I think you need somebody who's going to take sort of take the mantle and score more than 10. I think you need to be hitting 15 plus. Well, I you look you look at Jesse Lingard. He was sort of the yeah. and I think not being able to hold on because I think Ollie, I, I totally interrupted what you were about to say. I'm really sorry about that, but I, I just wanted to say quickly about having another player in like Jesse Lingard who will sort of like the fire kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think you mentioned about Jesse. Um I I think well, me personally, I'd love to have seen there, but my heart of hearts, I thought he ain't going to come. I just had this feeling he ain't going to come. And he, and he was the turning point for us. When Antonio, you're right, he scored 10 goals, but I think we, it's been a long time. I, I can't think of the last time we had a decent out-and-out poacher-come-goal scorer. You know, um, Dean Ashton. Dean, <laughs> Dean Ashton, that's what I'm saying. You're going back there. Yeah. Jermaine Defoe, someone yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? You're, you're sort of really going back, like even... Dave Connolly, Cole, uh, yeah, that kind of player, like yeah. Maybe, yeah. Dave Connolly, we had a while ago. He was not a bad player for us, and and it that we do seem always seem this to be struggling to sign a forward. I think there's some ridiculous stat, something we'd sign something like thirty forwards or something like under under Golden Sullivan. It's a there's a if you Google it, there's like a picture of all the signings we've had forwards, yeah. and they've all been flops. Well, Sebastian Hilaire. Um, so you bought him for like 40 million, didn't you? And you, I think you sold him for like something around 20. You lost yeah. about half of it. Um, another flop. So, <laughs> you know, would you rather, would you prefer another Sebastian Hilaire brought in or keep, keep your front line as it is thin? Uh, I, th- I think Sebastian okay. Hilaire, like with the potential kind of thing, you don't know what he's like, spend a, yeah. quite a bit of money on him and then have a look or leave it as it is, keep the money and, you know, I'd, I'd actually say keep it as it is then, because I think I felt a bit sorry for Haller. I watched him a little bit in German football, and he's got to act. He ain't done bad from what I gather. And I think with him, it was always square peg round hole with him. He never, mm. he never ever fit in with us. It never fit his style of play. Same with um, with Chicharito, Javier Hernandez. Yeah, never. It just never. It was on paper. The name looks good. Mm. It just never fit. And. I think you would. I'd keep the money until we found that right. Until we found the right player for us, mm, personally. Yeah, I think that's probably sensible. Smart decision. Yeah, um, smart decision. I'm looking at your opening fixtures: Newcastle, Leicester, Palace, Southampton, and Man United. And other than maybe the Leicester and the Man United um, game, I think there's there's nine points there at least. Yeah, um, I, I think the Newcastle one. New, actually, no, do you know what? I'm going to say Newcastle. No, they've got a real bogey. They've got a bit of a thing over us. They always seem to nick a few points off us. Whenever they need a point off, whenever they need a point or sort something out, they can do it. I, I think that's going to be a bit of an iffy one, personally. Well, it's, it's a good thing you said because Newcastle, I've, I'm not fancying them to do very well at all this season. Oh, so it'd be, yeah. if it's the first game, they won't need any points. So you might be all right against them. They yeah, won't be in the right, right. <laughs> So you should be all right if it's the first game. Second game, uh, we'll see, like, but. Uh... 
Fingers you know. crossed. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. I think, you know, what, Leicester, that might be a tough one. Palace, doable. Southampton, very doable. Um, yeah, so I think hopefully we can get off to a really, really good start. Um, and obviously we've got the exciting thing with Europe as well this year. Something that's yeah. very, diff- you know, like kind of a, a nice little addition to the season for us, which makes a change. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm slightly concerned about West Ham doing a Wolves and just getting yeah. burned out by the end of the season from playing European games. But then again, I'm, I'm looking at their team and maybe like the likes of Declan Rice. I think Fornals has probably played European football before. There's a couple in there who will have. Um, well, I think it's, I would... it's a good opportunity for like some of the under 23s, under 21s, some of the, you know, the second team players to come in and sort of bolster up the team a little bit. If you don't make the summer signings to be able to say, right, well, I played a little bit of European football with West Ham and it's, you know, it's good for them pick up a bit of experience and things like that, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with what you're saying about Wolves. Totally agree with that one. That is my concern as well. If, if we can, if we don't, I think if we don't invest, it's one of them kind of, if we don't invest wisely, but yet can progress in the tournament, yeah, I can see us doing the Wolves. Yeah. If we go out early doors in Europe, yeah, we might stand a chance because we've still got a bit of a season left to maybe climb up the table a bit and maybe the players won't get enough burnout. But um, no, I agree. I think the Wolves, we, I, I, I'm worried that we could do a Wolves next season as well. Yeah. I, no, sorry, go on. No, no, I think it was a delay. Go on, continue. So I think it was a bit of a delay. Um, I, I was just, you know, it, it is all to do with the recruitment that there was stre- strength and depth, which... You, like have we been saying, you don't really have a lot of, which concerns me. As somebody who's quite enjoyed watching West Ham last year, they became a little bit. I say, I say, I've got about yeah. fifteen. He's, he's, I was going to say the old Premier League's. You were Dorich, second team. Leeds, <laughs> West Ham, I quite Leicester, like. I quite yeah, enjoyed Leicester. You know, but anyone is not Arsenal, really. <laughs> You're not an Arsenal. You don't like Arsenal at all. No, I'm not a big fan he, of. Arsenal. He doesn't like Liverpool either, but oh, we won't get into that. Anybody but Liverpool. Anybody but Liverpool. Um, yeah, I, I, it concerns me a little bit because I don't want you to do a Wolves because uh, I think it's a shame where they've ended up. I know, I know they're still in the Premier League. It sounds like they're in League One, doesn't it? But yeah, um, they're not quite the force that they used to be. Maybe they will this season with a new coach. Um, but I want to chat about David Moyes because obviously it's his second. Uh, spell at West Ham and at the start of last season we did a wasted potential uh, squad builder where we picked 11 players who we thought had wasted the potential hadn't lived up to the potential and mm. our manager was unanimously yeah, David, it was Moyes, David Moyes, the, the chosen one yeah. um, we safe to say we sort of ate our words by the end of the season uh, with what he did with you guys um, is he now do you think there's any chance that even if you have a horrific season, I'm talking about like relegation, but if 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 you're mid table, you know, to 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 bottom half high, do you think do you think he's cemented his position for a while? Yeah, I do. I think um, I, I think it, like say every West Ham fan was the same as yourself. Uh, was all of it kind of negative at the start of the year? And we thought, crikey, what we what we what we got in store for us the rest of the season. But I think looking at when I look at Moyes now, I think West Ham fits him a little bit like a glove. He done really well at Everton, and to me, Everton remind me a lot of West Ham. They're very, very similar 100%. clubs. And I think he, he, you know, he went away, he went to places like Man United, which was a poison chalice. No one, no big manager wanted that job because they knew it was such big shoes to fill. Then I think he went there. Was it Sociedad? He went yeah. over to Spain. And Sunderland. He was relegated yeah. with Sunderland, wasn't he? And well? I think he actually, I think he actually came out and said something like Sunderland he, he regretted doing or something like that. So that they never really fit Moyes. Yeah. When he first came to us, he actually kept us up. He'd done a good job, you know, and I think. 
he's I think the fans have really warmed to him. I think you know he is the Moisaya as we call him. And uh, <laughs> I was going to call him Saint David. So that's that's a better one, the Moisaya. Call him the, Mo- the Moisaya. He's the Moisaya. I like he, that. I think he has really warmed to the fans. I think because we've seen what he's done with absolutely nothing, a depleted squad. Um, no funds, and he managed to take us into Europe. Yeah, all right, if we don't get to Europe next season and maybe do a little bit of a Wolves, I think fans would be totally on his side because they could see if there hasn't been investment in the squad, we've had extra games. Fans, you know, we're critical, but we're realistic, you know, and I think we could see that he's done a great job. So, no, I I don't think he's going to go in there for a while. I'd like to see him stay. I I, I just, I'm I'm enjoying it. Purely just to see what Andy Tate has to say about it. I think he'll stay generally. I think it would go yeah. nowhere. I hope so. I really do hope so. I, I hope so too. I agree. Um, we are we are running out of time, but Alex knows this by now. I asked the obligatory the last questions. two questions. Last okay. two questions. Uh, obviously finished sixth last year. Brilliant for West Ham. Um, do you want to stick your neck on the line? Give us a prediction. Where are you going to finish this year? Well, kind of what, what I said earlier, I think it really, really depends in the next couple of weeks with regards to investment in the squad. I think if we get the right investment, get some players in, bolster the team up, I don't see a reason why not having a decent cup, cup run, decent European run and doing top six to seventh again. Um, I really that if, as long as we get an investment without investment, same thing again, what you said, I can see us doing a Wolves. Um, I don't think the squad can hold out and maybe 10th or in the top 10. Around it's not the end of, of the world, though. I was, it's not a bad season, all things considered. Yeah. No, um, I think, but I think what frustrates West Ham fans, sorry to interrupt, I think what frustrates West Ham fans the most is the fact that we can see the potential. We can see, you know, we're on that cusp again. All it needs is that just little bit of investment, that little bit of something just to take us to that next level. And I think that's what frustrates a lot of West Ham fans as well. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree with you. I'd love to see you do it again. I really, really would. I know you would. The, the second half of last season, was, I just thought was lit up by West Ham. I just loved watching them. Like it be, The first half of the season, to be honest, all through the season, there was a couple of teams, if they were on TV, I would not go out. I know we couldn't go out for a lot of it because we were in lockdown, but like I wouldn't like I wouldn't move from the TV. I'd be like, Man City are on. We're watching them. It's good football. Leeds are on. Loved watching Leeds. West Ham are on. Oh, I'll definitely watch West Ham yeah. tonight. Yeah. They became one of those teams, and I really hope they do it again this season. Um, I have a funny feeling after speaking to Chris yesterday that Norwich might Norwich be, will do the Norwich same. Norwich might yeah. well be one of those teams this season. It'd be a good season this season to watch. I agree. And with I'm the looking fans forward back to it. as well. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice to just have the fans back. And final question, Trevor, who is your player to watch? Well, I think we've mentioned him already, but I'm going to I'm going to say him again because I think this this season I really think he's going to come into his own. Is Ben Rama? I really think his pre-season's been brilliant. We spoke about the goal against Brentford. He seems like he's getting a bit more comfortable in the, the team now, and I think you're going to see the the, the Ben the Rama that played for Brentford. And yeah, any fan that's watching, watch Ben Rama definitely. Watch this space. My what? player still Fabianski. Yeah. And Fabianski as well. I, I've, <laughs> I've got a little star next to Aaron Cresswell's name personally. I, I I've just got a feeling. I he, I loved watching him last year. I thought he's superb. Um, I thought he's one of your best players for me anyway, as a, as a neutral. What's um, no one to watch as well is Lanzini because we're playing him in a different yeah. position now. We've actually pushed. I think it's more into the centre midfield rather than an attacking midfielder. And apparently as well, he's been playing really well in that position. So he might be another one to watch out for. Seeing how he's playing, his Lanzini as well. Interesting. Keep an eye. Keep an eye. Um, Trevor, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting yeah, to you. I really enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to West Ham season. Best of luck. Uh, would you like a couple of moments just to plug your socials, where people can find you? 
Yeah, um, I'd say I am um, a stand-up comedian as well. Uh, I'm on Instagram. My name is Trevor Bickles. Um, I also run a little bit of a podcast as well. It's not football-related. It's comedy-related. Um, it's a YouTube-slash-podcast show called Real Taxi. I'm sure you lads know a similar version of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah we're on you so if you look up on youtube the real taxi show on podcast it's called the real taxi show if you're comedy fans i interview up and coming comedians and i'm looking to get a bigger guest shortly um no that's me that's all my socials fantastic Love nice. once again. before he goes check him out on tiktok as well yeah, i enjoy you i completely forgot my tiktok <laughs> well, I'll the tiktok well, quick but the one I've completely forgot, the biggest one, Big Trev's tax, Big Trev's Taxi on TikTok. So I'm also a London black cab driver as well. Lovely stuff. Go well, and check it out, guys. You. Yeah, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, Al, it's been a, been a good on this. I, I, enjoy go, I, I enjoy going to London, but West Ham did yeah. enjoy this one a little bit yeah, extra, I, I think. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another preseason preview. I can't tell you who it is. It, might, it could be anyone at this point. Uh, but We've only got a couple left, don't we? But, you know. Thank you guys for that, and uh, we'll see you soon. Ta-ra. Take care.